0: Are Locked on Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network. Your on. team every day. Locked on. Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me as always as Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the, on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what's going on, sir?
1: Big win, man. I'm excited. It was what a great game. And we just finished watching another great game of the Sunday night game as well. Uh, I'm certainly excited to talk some
0: football. Yeah, my Raiders look really, really good today. On it was a big win. Thank you so much for saying that. No, I'm glad I brought it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, what a fun day of football Lane. i just want to yeah. say i mean i know it's way more fun when the cowboys win but it was just a, a good day of football today uh let's yeah. start with that cowboy game. So the Cow- the cowboys got their week two win over the los angeles chargers 20 to 17 landon it wasn't pretty not a lot of style points here for dallas but they got the job done give us some of your initial reactions
1: yeah, I mean, I think we just need to think back to how we were feeling about this team, you know, Wednesday afternoon, let's just say. I mean, I think, uh, you know, considering all the things that this team went through this week, you know, losing Demarcus Lawrence, not getting Randy Gregory out of COVID, uh, having their defensive line coach buried by the sled, uh, you know, a- almost like losing, having a really serious situation with Ty Niteki N- N- on the field with with the mm-hmm. Heat situation. Uh, it's just been and, and then you know, Leo Collins and, and it's just been a crazy week of, of just really just bad news after bad news. So uh, I, you, you mentioned not, not having style points. I mean, absolutely there was points in this game that didn't look good, but I thought the Cowboys came out there and, and showed a lot of heart and showed that they can win a football game more than one way. And, and I think that makes them uh, a lot more dangerous team than, than, I think a lot of people expected, especially the way that they were able to kind of fight through adversity in this game specifically. And still win. Uh, all
0: right. So where do you want to start offense, defense, winners, and losers? I'll, I'll, I'll give you the floor. How would you like to start? Let's start with the defense. You know, I, I thought that they only allowed one touchdown
1: against a really good chargers team. Um, and, and, and we able to make turn uh, turnovers and, you know, look, What's really stuck out to you on on this defense? Because I think there's lots of things that we can kind of go down that avenue.
0: I mean, they give up big plays just at will, and that is so frustrating. However, the 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 idea behind the Stan Quinn defense is bend but don't break, And Right? They did a lot of bending today, but they certainly didn't break. They got the plays when they needed to. I, I would say through the first two weeks of the season, they have what is it six turnovers now. It's just a defense that seems like they're way more confident and they're playing fast. Now, that doesn't mean they're better necessarily because you still see big lapses in coverage and the run defense is is not always great. But you see guys flying to the football. Like Malik Hooker, you saw him make a tackle behind the line of scrimmage. J. Ron Curse played the best game I've ever seen him play in his career, right? It just feels like the unit feels very confident about what they're supposed to be doing and executing, and they're doing a good job of doing it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, are they still undermanned talent wise? I think absolutely. so. They still have a lot of guys that they're missing, you know. And But I mean, I think the fact that you saw who was out there today and who was missing and and, and the fact that they were able to hold this Chargers team who mm-hmm. did not look like they were ever going to fail on a third down at one point during this game uh, and, and to hold, held, hold them to only 17 points. I mean, one touchdown. I mean, honestly, the story of this game is the difference between these two teams in the red zone. Uh, yeah, the Cowboys go two of three for sixty-seven percent of, of their red zone trips, and 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 uh, Chargers only end up going one of four. And, and I think that that you know allowing only one touchdown, obviously mm-hmm. the, the interception in the in, end zone by K- KZ was absolutely enormous. Uh, and and you know you could say what you will about Diggs and kind of having an up and down day. Ultimately, at the end of the day, they they targeted. Uh, you know he he basically stuck uh, on. Um, I'm totally blanking on his name. Always Kenan blanking Al- on his name. Uh, Keenan Allen all day yeah. long, and I, I think that he had eight targets or something like that. Only four for, uh, you know, only four were completed. He had that that big long forty-two yard play where I mean, even Diggs even managed to get a hand on that ball still, and 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 Allen came up with it. But I I thought that that you know the secondary is playing at a level that it hasn't played in a while. Sudden, I, I commented on during the game there's depth in the secondary and there's depth in the safety position. When was the last time we had depth in the safety where, where we lost more than one safety and we're like, Oh, it could be okay. Like it, it yeah. used to be a yeah. disaster if we lost even one. So uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think you mentioned curse and, and, and hooker who I both thought played really,
0: really well. Can I give you um, another guy that I thought played really well? Yeah, and actually please. this is the, I thought Leighton Vanderrush played the best game that he has in a long time. It wasn't perfect. Absolutely. Like the, the First of all, Justin Herbert is ridiculous. The throw that he, he made is. to Austin Eckler when Leighton Van Rush was covering him was just absolutely insane. But Van Rush made plays. Uh, I'm looking at the stats right now, Leighton. He had two tackles for a loss. He had a sack. He also drew at least one holding call, a big, big holding call uh, that I think took away a touchdown for the Chargers. So, uh, again, he maybe not still living up to that first-round pick stat- status, but he made a lot of big plays in this game to help the defense get off the field. And Jalen Smith made a lot of tackles too, as much as no one wants to hear it too. I think
1: those linebackers played well, just c- considering the fact that, you know, that Parsons basically, and we haven't even mentioned Parsons yet, but that we'll Parsons, down, you know, basically had to come down and, and play defensive end for almost exclusively the whole game. I mean, go back and watch that game uh, on a play by play basis. Like Herbert was dominant on third downs, but he was getting to a lot of third and long situation. It, it again, it's kind of what we talked about uh, pregame where it's like it was like Wince with the Eagles that one year where you know he's he's not getting into good situations but but he's getting into third and 15th and he's converting them he's mm-hmm. getting into because he's making crazy throws and it, it, it wasn't sustainable for the whole game and ultimately it, it, that proved out once the game got condensed a little bit into the red zone uh, you know Herbert showed a little bit of weakness not much but certainly the rest of the, his offense, uh, you know, when they needed him to make plays, they they weren't they weren't doing it for
0: him. I'm really excited to go back and watch the All 22 Land and to see like, Osa so Odigizua I, from just the, yeah. the naked eye, I thought he had a pretty nice game. Uh, I'm curious to see how some of the other edge rushers played. Uh, Dorrance Armstrong had a couple of nice rushes, but that's something that we're going to have to talk about. Hopefully, what Tuesday, if the All 22 mm-hmm. comes out, <laughs> we'll let's make see. sure we do that. Uh, let's, let's take see. a quick break so I can tell you guys about Bet Online. Uh, we are back and better than ever. All eyes are now on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site interface, even more odds, props, and contests, betonline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Just make sure you're using that promo code NFL100. All right, Landon, uh, let's let's talk about Michael Parsons because I think for a lot of people, he was the big story of the day. Uh, he played man almost primarily defensive end. I know before the game there was a report, I believe by Ian Rappaport that said yeah. Parsons was going to move to defensive end. I kind of just shook that off as like, hey, it's just going to be a part-time thing. I know even the Dallas Cowboy writers, our friend David Hellman said, "Nope, that's not going to be the case." He's going to do some work there. He played almost every snap at defensive end this week. Uh, what were your thoughts on him in, in this game?
1: Yeah, I mean it was shocking. Uh, I mean I think we I think we expected that he would come in and, and do a little bit of that for sure, but I I I expected it to be kind of a blitz uh, a, a a mix of blitzing from his normal kind of linebacker position and then, you know, taking some snaps in rotation with Basham and, and Armstrong. Uh, But that, that really wasn't the case. And and he actually, uh, Anai was, I mean, there was a heavy rotation. I got some snaps there too, uh, but, but, but Parsons was basically playing exclusively defensive end. Um, And, and, and once they figured out, you know, there was a mismatch on the other side uh, and the right tackle uh, spot, uh, they basically left him over there and let him rush there for the rest of the game. And and that's really where he started to have an incredible rate of success. I, I, I kind of think I remember reading that he had uh by Seth uh Walder. Or was it Walder that, that mm-hmm. it said 40 40 pass rush pass rush win, wait, win rate? R- win rate? yep. That's easy for me to say. Uh <laughs> it was I mean, that's that's incredible for guys that were done it before. I mean, I didn't do it in college. I mean, uh that, that was an incredible rate rate. I mean, honestly, I think you talk about Key things that that really will blow your mind and, and and tell you just what kind of game this was. Micah Parsons had more success as a pass rusher than Joey Bosa did in this
0: game. Um, uh, well, and, can, and, I, can I read just that from our good friend John Owning? Yeah. All right, Micah the pass rusher finished. This is a, reading the tweet. Uh, finished the game with eight total pressures against the Chargers, most in the game for for any player, and fourth among all edge defenders in Week Two. He was also fifth in pass rush win rate percentage among all defensive ends in week two. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> like, I, you know, obviously we're going to temper our excitement a little
1: bit because they were playing against a guy who again, sounds like he was storming Norman Schwarzkopf from the original Gulf war, but his name is storm norm. He's not mm-hmm. a, like a creative player that they, they put out there. It was just a, there's actual backup tackle in the, in the NFL and, and he destroyed him. you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, let's see what let's see what happens next week. Uh, obviously, the, the the Eagles are gonna. I mean, we don't even need to talk about what's going on next week. But I, I think you know there's gonna be some challenges coming up in these in these uh, few weeks to see exactly how well this continues and if this is just a, a situation where they were taking can uh, taking advantage of a backup with with a with the super athlete like Parsons or mm-hmm. if Parsons really has a home here.
0: My gut call, Landon, is it's probably not going to be a full time thing, and I, I th- even think today in certain situations you saw like Parsons was a little overmatched, like on first downs, if you need him to set the edge, it's just not what he's going to do really well. Right. But if you want somebody to get up the field quickly on third down and nine, I get it. Uh, next week when they play the Eagles, and we're going to get into this matchup more as the week goes on, but you should have Randy Gregory back Parsons, value might be more important to have him spy Jalen hurts next week than to have him blitzing off the edge. Right. Uh, so I, I think this isn't a permanent thing. I just think this is part of the appeal when you draft a Micah Parsons is we can use them all over the place. We can take advantage of weaknesses on defenses. They did it today.
1: Look, I, I think it's time to start believing that this team is buying into a game plan based concept on yes. both offensive and defense. I think that if anything showed this week, based on what we've seen last week, is that they are actually adapting to their per game plan, you know, talk that wasn't just lip service i mean clearly moving parsons out there and i think that that's what what parsons is going to be is that hey this week we need you to rush the edge because uh gregory's hurt or or we need to have three you know defensive ends that when lawrence comes back so we need you to do this this week we need you to you know spy jalen hurts or or spy uh lamar jackson if you know goodness gracious that what a good game he had tonight uh you know i just think i think like that you know it's just like a per a game plan situation and just like on offense Uh, And and we'll talk about that. You know, the offense, we talked about, this is what you have to do against a Brandon Staley Uh defense. You have to be able to run the football because he's going to allow you to run the football. And then you have to take advantage of that short and intermediate pass game. And I'm pretty sure that Dak was something like 20 for 20 inside of like 15 yards passing. So, I mean, I think this is a team that is clearly – uh, making the transition to adapting to what the, the what they're facing in order to kind of reveal
0: what what kind of game plan they're going to have all right let's talk about the cowboys offense so Dak press got 23 of 27 just incredible efficiency 237 yards uh 8.8 8 yards per attempt did not throw a touchdown but did hit an interception uh the run game 31 carries for 198 yards 6.4 yards per attempt and you and i both had a little bit of a feeling that this was going to be the case that the Chargers were going to basically allow Dallas to run against light boxes in order to prevent big plays in the passing game. Uh, were you happy with the offense's performance today or no?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I would have liked to see more points. I, I think they actually, you know, it, it, this is a tough, difficult defense to play against. And, and, and without Lale Collins, without Michael Gallup, uh, you know, obviously it, it, they were playing a little bit shorthanded. But I think that if you, we, we talked about the reasons that, it, that you needed to kind of get the run game going. And I think really what Tony Pollard did today was serve as you you needed to find a way to get big plays. And Tony Mm -hmm. Pollard was that big play uh, threat when they couldn't make the plays down the field because there's so much cover two going on so much shell palms coverage. That's, that's just not going to allow guys to break free down the field. You needed something in the run game to, to get some explosives uh, and, and kind of giving, Pollard a more 50-50 mix against this run defense that didn't have a safety uh, coming down, you know, to, to stop it. It, it really provided some big play opportunities for, uh, for Pollard to kind of provide that spark when the Cowboys offense needed. And, and Zeke kind of provided the more, you know, just reliable, you know, just constant five, six, you know, yards. I mean, there was a couple of times when he made some bad reads and he got some tackles behind the loss, but, uh, but he, he made up with it later and, and I thought that, you know, obviously another great game by him, you know, pass blocking, and, mm-hmm. and you can't just say enough about what, what the, the, these running backs did for this offense this week and, and how different it is versus what they did last week and how that sh- – again, going back to what we are talking about, game plan-based, b- you know, or, or team-based game plans, matchup-based game plans. They, they came out this week and they ran the ball down their throats because that's what they – you know, the defense provided for them. So uh, it just shows like a really good – uh, uh, it just bodes well for the future. I guess what I was trying to say. Um, all
0: right. There, there's so many different things we can talk about with this offense. And we're going to make sure we do this all week long. We're going to really yeah. go into this game looking at the film. We're going to reevaluate Terrence Steele's performance. But Man. I think for the most part, he held up well, right? Like, And, and we talked about this on our, our previous shows. Like, yes, going from Lyle Collins to Terrence Steele is a big downgrade. But this isn't a coaching staff that was going to allow a Chaz Green, Adrian Claiborne situation, right? It was pretty clear the Cowboys devised a game plan to kind of throw the ball away from Bosa. They made sure that they were always chipping. They always had somebody around just in case. But I think Terrence Steele did play pretty well. And I think that's a big reason for the Cowboys' success, especially in the run game. I, I don't know, Lena, if you saw but, man, Terrence Steele was just mauling guys in the run game
1: yeah and i I think that's really you know where you hope that kind of work in the weight room really improved his game i mean he just didn't do a lot of run blocking in college you know i mean if anything he had i think he had something like a thousand pass sets in college if i'm not mistaken so to see him kind of get you know some more strength and be able to you know avail himself of that in the run game was really key i I thought one of the other things we talked about that will be kind of forgotten in this game because of some other numbers elsewhere is is how much uh, efficiency they found in the tight end game as well i think yes, they had over yes. 50 yards receiving between the two uh and, and they you know had some big plays from both uh, uh schultz and jarwin where you know obviously they're trying to take away cooper they're trying to take they, they did a really good job of taking away cooper you know and they mm-hmm. try to take away lamb as the game went on uh, and the cowboys were able to find uh you know Find answers in the short passing game intermediate passing game uh especially with like i said the tight ends and, and just kind of getting the ball out in the flats to the, the running backs so uh just very good job of adapting to to the way the defense was playing them
0: and then finding ways to to, to overcome and win i know the cowboys only scored 20 points in this game and it's a little bit uh, discouraging considering how good their offense is but Lana, they only had three possessions in the second half in this game and yeah. they, the one was a punt where dak got sacked they actually had a Uh, A false start, and then Dak got sacked, and they had to punt. Uh, The next two possessions was a 10-play, 64-yard field goal drive. And then the last one of the game, 11 plays, 49 yards, and it took up four minutes. That last drive, I I went back and rewatched it. Do you know how rare it is to to have the ball the final four minutes of the game when your opponent has three timeouts, and for you to burn that entire clock and then have to kick a 56-yard field goal? Like, that was – It was, I mean, I I don't even know what to say about it. It was something I haven't seen in a long time.
1: You know, look, uh, we talked about it with Staley. You know, one of the things that really makes his defense unique is that he, you know, every defense has a weakness and you kind of, Staley kind of designed his own weakness, right? He understood that there, uh, that the run game is not an efficient way necessarily to win football games That the the modern NFL game is passing, you know, you know, that's, that's what's king Mm -hmm. at the same time. This is the downside here. The Cowboys kicked their butts all game. And and in the fourth quarter, when they got the ball back in the fourth quarter, after kicking their butts all up and down the field in the run game, they weren't going to stop the Cowboys' run blocking at that point. They weren't suddenly going to be able to turn it on and stop the Cowboys' run blocking because they had to. Just that, and that's just And that's ultimately the flaw there is that, you know, if you don't have uh, the playmakers making plays on your defense there – and and the Cowboys are able to just methodically uh play efficient football like they were and not make huge mistakes. You know, when they made mistakes, it hurt them, but they were they did a good job of mostly being efficient, making the plays that were there, and 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 at the end of the game, this defense didn't have an answer for physical football. They had an answer for for a passing attack that you know the Cowboys had downshifted out of, and 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 unfortunately, when four minute offense comes up and you have to stop the run they're not going to suddenly find an answer there that they hadn't found all all game
0: well not only that is the chargers basically played this umbrella defense that you kind of mentioned where they just weren't giving up big plays and dak took advantage of it elena i'm just going to read you the yardage on the final plays of the game so this is the last 11 plays ezekiel elliott one yard loss but a Blake Jarwin seven-yard reception an Ezekiel Elliott seven-yard reception, Tony Pollard for five yards, Ezekiel Elliott for four yards, Ezekiel Elliott for four yards, Dak Prescott to Ezekiel Elliott for five yards, Amari for 12, Wilson for four, Pollard for four. It's like they just had like these little tiny chunk plays and it's exactly what you need in a four minute offense And the Cowboys almost executed it to perfection. I think settling for a 56 yard field goal, was a little bit aggressive or whatever well, I, whatever I, you, you
1: know, want to use. that whole thing with that whole thing was weird and I, and I don't know what I, I'd like I would have liked McCarthy to give more of an answer in the press post game press conference but it but it sounded like at some point in the 37 second range they lost track of the clock like it, the the clock that they were looking at Kellen Moore's got blocked by a camera and Mike McCarthy's like it just disappeared off the board he was seeing and then suddenly, by the time you know, and he talked about the he talked about the thresholds that they have, right? And that seven after seventeen seconds, like they wouldn't have tried another play. Yeah. So, and, so by the time that they looked up and they saw there was like sixteen seconds, they decided that they had to try the field goal there. But they apparently had a play, uh, they had a play in mind for third down, but because of the in some situation with the clock and i don't know who to blame if that's just mccarthy (laughs) losing track or what it was but it it, if you go back and watch it too mccarthy was like pissed like when when the timeout finally got in and he was like pointing at something so i I would like to get a better answer there from mccarthy because that was a very odd sequence at the end of the game
0: all right yeah we're we'll i'm sure we'll find out more about that as the week goes on a uh, couple, couple things I want to tell you about before we finish out the show. First is DirecTV. Uh, DirecTV Stream is the way to go. If you want to watch your favorite shows, sports, movies, whatever you want to watch, uh, you can watch them all under the same umbrella with no annual contract. Get to your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Also, I want to tell you guys about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next box at builtbar.com. All right, let's do a, co- a couple quick hitter things, Landon. Uh, First and yeah. foremost, special teams, man. Holy cow. Uh, kicker was good. That's just about it. Uh, Greg Zerline looked like he was the kicker that we're used to seeing. drilling that 56-yard field goal. Um, but the special teams penalty on the punt block when it was 4th and 20, that's pretty brutal. It's just, man, they just can't stay out of their own way sometimes on special teams. Uh
1: I- I want to go back and watch that play, man. I, I, that Kamara to me looks looked, like he
0: got a little bit pushed into it. Right? He got pulled into the. He got pulled into. However, it however, why are you rushing on that play, anyways? That's my question. You're trying to block the
1: kick, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I, everyone was talking about the, how that's a punt safe situation. You're you're at a close game. You're trying to you're trying to, block, you're trying to block you're trying to block the personal protector into the punter. That's I think that's ultimately what they were trying to do, uh, and and I think ultimately they did. But but the but the protector pulled the, the the guy that was blocking him into the kicker, and for some reason, look, I, I hate to keep going to the refs, man. But but the well, refs. I was going to talk
0: about them next. Let's just talk about them because a lot yeah. of people think that the Cowboys were on the short end, or excuse me, the Chargers were on the short end of the stick today on a lot of calls. Uh, what were your thoughts on that?
1: I thought the, I thought honestly that both teams got got it pretty bad it's a bad <laughs> I, I crew. Thought, it's not a. Good honestly that was a all. terrible terrible crew and, and 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 you know people were talking about how sloppy uh things were I, I i honestly think that the that the refs were sloppy i mean they just made so many bad calls and it just kind of missed things largely and then you know felt like there was forced makeup calls that they were trying to do it it, it just you know there's a certain point where really bad crews screw something up and they get into this kind of cycle of constantly playing uh, you know, uh, uh, playing, you know, keep up with score, like trying to make sure that everyone got equal calls and and, and just over-inserting themselves in the game. It's I just thought that that's what's happening in this game.
0: It's like, over-officiating. And I don't remember exactly the play that happened, but there was a play where the Chargers got called for a legal man down the field. And the line might ridiculous. have been two yards was, down the field instead of yeah. only being one. It's like, we don't need that to be called in this game. Like no, nobody who's watching that game on Sunday is, is feeling like that call Needs to be had. We're saying this from Cowboy fans, right? Like, yeah. obviously, there was some for the other side where the Cowboys didn't get the benefit of the doubt—the <clears throat> J. Rod curse interception. Oh my
1: God, the curse Mari Cooper,
0: was uh, fourth down. But it's just like, stay out of the way, refs. Like, it, yeah. j- if you're gonna m- let him play, just let him play. It's, it's—I don't know. I, I get so frustrated with the incompetences of these crew.
1: It's really frustrating, and the NFL really has to do something about it. Again, we won this game. And I'm still complaining oh, it's, it's, about how terrible yeah. the refs were. And, and they were bad for the Cowboys, too. Let's let's not just suggest that it was only, you know, like we, like you mentioned, several of those plays. I, I thought it was just bad all, all around. And, uh, you know, of the, all the crews on the field, uh, uh, the, the refs were the worst crews. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Uh, anything else in this game that sticks out that you wanted to mention? Again, we've got a lot of analyzing to do over the next couple of weeks. All right, so the, what, the Cowboys don't play until next Monday, so we've got quite a few shows. Anything else you want to mention? I just love, I just love the heart that this team
1: played with. I mean, look again, like think about where we were, you know, after Demarcus Lawrence's injury, mm-hmm. where we were with this team. You know, there, no one was counting this, giving this team a chance. And I think suddenly you, you see what they did—the way they're able to adjust their 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 game plan based on who they were facing and who was playing on their team—and uh, come away with the, with a really gutsy win, where you both had both sides of the ball pulling yes. their weight. And I just thought that that was that was really impressive
0: for other thing I want to say is don't underestimate the the importance of a win like this for the defense, right? This is a defense that's been told all off season that they're bad and they're not good. And they just, you know, they, they only allowed 17 points to the chargers and they forced two turnovers on the road with a bunch of guys being out. So I I think the confidence of this defense is going to go up. I think it's also great for the offense. Like, Listen, we don't have to put on our Superman cape every single game and go put up thirty-eight points to win. The defense gets paid too. Go out there and make some stops. You don't have to make every stop, but go out there and do it. I, I just think that's very important. Um, go ahead.
1: You have a thought? Last thing, just because we, we, we I can't believe we haven't said I mean, we mentioned Terrence Steele, but I mean this offensive line played fantastic. Zach Martin all game. looked like
0: there was no ill effects at all from COVID,
1: right? Yeah. And they were just steamrolling that defensive line all game. I mean, some of the pass blocking, you know, got a little sketchy at different points, uh, you know, but I mean, it was not, not anything to to write home about. And the run blocking was as dominant as this team has looked in a long time. It was really, really nice to see. Last thing
0: for me, um, the touches split in the backfield. Ezekiel Elliott had 18 touches. Tony Pollard had 16. uh, But if you include Tony Pollard's kickoff returns, it was pretty close. I think that's just the way they should use him going forward. Like, I think today was the perfect balance, right? Pollard came in and ran a lot of the wide zone stuff, a lot of the outside, the tackle stuff. Elliot was your hammer, right? Just kind of downhill, getting five, six yards when everything is blocked semi-decently. I just think that's the best way for the Cowboys offense going forward. Just not to have one guy have 25 touches and the other five. This just makes way more sense to me.
1: Yeah, I think I think it depends on on who they're playing, but I certainly like having a closer to 50-50 mix than we have a different uh, for most of these games. It it just makes a lot of sense because you get such a great mixture of the two.
0: Well, and I think a lot of people are wondering why not more touches for Tony Pollard and I understand, but I feel like 15 touches is the right amount for Pollard. I think that's exact, right? Exactly.
1: And I feel like exactly. the right
0: amount of touches for Ezekiel Elliott at this stage of his career is like 15 touches, right? Like Keep those guys fresh, keep them, keep teams off balance. It, 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 we've been saying this all off season, Landon. It's better for everybody if it's closer to a 50-50 split than ever before. Right? Absolutely. And I think they. they this is. This was such a great
1: blueprint for a run dominant game where you need to run the football yes. the best way to do it, especially in a 17 game season, you need to keep both of these guys fresh.
0: All right. So we'll be back on Tuesday to continue to break down some of the film. Hopefully we get the L22 to break some of it down. Uh, we've got a crossover. <laughs> yeah, we're crossing our fingers. We got a crossover show uh, later this week. We've got a preview coming up probably on Monday for Cowboys Eagles on Monday Night Football. Uh, Landon, Cowboys, one and one, tied for first place in the division. How's it feel, buddy?
1: I'm feeling good. It's it's good to get a win. It's been a long time that we've gotten a win that has
0: actually meant something. And 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 so well, it's it's really it's really I was, nice. Th- I was telling my brother, this is the first win since week two of last year where you feel good coming out of the win because when they beat the giants last year, we were not talking about that win at all. Right. And every win from that point on of the season just kind of felt empty. It's been a long time since this team has had a good feeling win. And even in that one, in week two last year, they didn't even lead at any point in that game except for zero zero. So uh, it's fun. I'm I'm excited. It's going to be a good week. Uh, Make sure you are downloading the podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast. You can follow the show at lockdown cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCV. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy your Monday. We'll see you guys next time.